Welcome to Season 5 of the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we talk with enterprise and technology platform leaders about the people, processes, and platforms that make marketing and customer experience successful, scalable, and sustainable. This is what creates an Agile brand. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom, advisor and consultant for Fortune 1000 marketing and CX leaders and teams as principal and chief strategist at GK5A and best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and Agile certified coach. The Agile Brand Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to teksystems.com. To sign up for the Agile Brand newsletter and get the latest insights and articles on marketing technology and CX, or to purchase a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, go to gregkillstrom.com. You can also find all my books on Amazon and other retailers. And now on to the show. Today, we're going to talk about how brands can use conversational marketing to improve their customer experience, as well as their overall customer lifetime value. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Justin Keller, Vice President of Revenue Marketing at Drift, a conversational marketing platform that works with over 5,000 customers across industries. Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this with you. Uh, why don't we get started by you giving a little background on yourself, as also uh, just a little bit about what Drift does and what types of customers you work with. Sure. So, yep, I'm Justin Keller. Um, I'm at Drift. I've been doing tech marketing for about 20 years all over the place, you know, from from comms to brands, um, but I spent a lot, you know, most of my time in, you know, kind of demand gen marketing. And so before joining Drift, you know, I was a Drift customer twice in that capacity just because Drift is an amazing tool for, you know, ultimately building pipeline, but I think moreover creating really good customer and digital experiences. So Drift is, you know, known as being the innovators of, you know, the conversational marketing space. So if you don't know what that means, think live or, you know, bot assisted chat that lives on your website. And that is, you know, still true, but I think it's evolved to be something much bigger at this point. And I think of Drift as being like this engagement layer on your website. You know, today's websites are, you know, can be frustratingly static. They're impersonal or unengaging. And Drift solves this by greeting visitors with context, allowing visitors to ask questions and get immediate answers and, you know, really brings your, your website to life. So we work with, you know, like you said, thousands of companies, um, you know, both big and small. And it's, it's been really interesting to watch our customer base evolve because we're seeing a lot of, you know, laggard, you know, older industry companies that are now getting wise to the digital transformation that everyone's going through. And um, it's, it's really great to see just the world evolving their customer experience and, and creating a better way to engage. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, first, you did a little intro on what conversational marketing is when you're introducing yourself, but wanted to dive in a little bit deeper, just so everybody's really on this on the same page here. And maybe if you could distinguish conversational marketing from, you know, sales, customer service, like what what exactly do we mean by conversational marketing from a from a customer perspective? That's a good question. And I, I don't know if I would exactly distinguish them right i think they're all like different flavors of the same thing right so between marketing sales cs they all have different goals but at the end of the day all three of those functions want to create 
a really remarkable customer experience. So maybe let's put it like this. Think of your website like a store. And if you don't have a conversational marketing strategy, your website visitors are basically coming into a store that doesn't have any employees in it, right? So there's no one to greet them. There's no one to help them find something. There's no opportunity to recommend something, whether it's a content piece or a product, there's no chance to upsell. And so being able to have a conversational, you know, marketing strategy or, or a, a, you know, chat function on your website creates an ability for your brand to interact with their most important audiences, to meet them where they are and assist them on their journey and, and help them, you know, get answers when they want them, how they want them. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, and so you mentioned there's some companies out there, the the, the laggards that have, are kind of slow to, may have been a, traditionally slow to adopt some of these things. But how are how are some of these companies, and maybe even some of the more forward thinking ones that have been doing this for a while, how are they using conversational marketing tools to achieve whether it's marketing, sales results, or to your point, really just overall improving the the customer experience? The thing they have in common is they want better engagement, right? full stop, right? Yeah. That's, that's I think, the magic of a conversational strategy is it is, by nature, built to drive engagement. And this may sound like a sales pitch, but it's practically a given that if you put a well-built, emphasis on well-built conversational experience on your website, you'll engage more people. And so for our customers, you know, depending on their goal, that could mean a few different things. That could be more qualified leads because, you know, they're informed by having had a conversation because they've learned more through a conversation when they do get to talk to a live human, they're a lot more well-informed. It could mean more meetings because people are able to, you know, book a meeting straight from the, the chatbot. It, it could mean, you know, better customer service because you're able to deflect you know, support questions that would, you know, potentially get caught up in a forum, go through your marketing team, you have to get passed along to the service team, et cetera. Ultimately, in the end of the day, it is just about engagement and, um, you know, bringing, bringing visitors closer to your brands. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's conversational marketing. Um, that umbrella kind of contains a, a few different things. You know, there's chatbots that, uh, at least by my definition, are, are a lot more automated or a lot more um, they're relegated to a multiple choice and, and, and stuff like that. So a little more simpler in their, in their execution, there's more conversational AI that approximates chatting with a, with a human and, and things like that. And then there's live chat, which is actually staffed by, by people. And, and sure there's surely other variations as well. How do you recommend that, a customer looks at, you know, when's the right time to use one over, over the other? I know that's kind of a big question. There's probably a lot of yeah. nuance, but you know, what are any, any general rules of thumb? There's, yeah, I think it's very much an ad hoc thing, but I think there are a few rules of thumb. Chatbots, I think are a natural starting place. And so if you think about a chatbot, think of it as basically, you know, a decision tree or branching logic, yeah. Yeah. right? So First of all, you want it to be contextual to the page. If you have one bot that runs the same playbook, let's call it, on every single page, you know, it'll work fine, but it's not really creating a differentiated experience. So sure. you can program a really, really intelligent experience, but I think it's important to remember that it needs to be 
contextual and, 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 you know, relevant to the person that's visiting. Yeah. And that's great. It's simple and, and it works. And this should not be confused with like the, the chat experiences we've all had with like the airline or something like that, where it's, it's kind of a different use case. This is a lot more purposeful for, for B2B companies. So yeah. you're able to deliver a much more delightful experience on that. Now you mentioned conversational AI. I think it's important to distinguish that, you know, GPT is, you know, lit the world on fire. I'm right. super excited about it, but that's not the same thing. A lot of people say that's conversational AI and it's true, but it is different from what Drift thinks of as conversational AI. So this is, you know, Drift has a, an AI model that we've been working on for, gosh, probably four years, maybe even longer. And that is basically a large language model that needs to be trained off a huge volume of conversations. And the advantage of this is that it allows you to scale that conversational experience wildly, give way more relevant answers based on the conversations that are, are happening from a visitor, making it feel a lot more like you're talking to a human. But I think the caveat here is that it is because it's a large language model, you need to have a, a lot of a lot of data, a lot of conversations, which necessitates a lot, lot of website traffic. But the amazing thing about it is once it's, it's up and built, you're able to create better, more informed conversations. You can deflect you know, users that are coming in for support and get them exactly the answer they need. And that saves a huge amount of money to companies who you know, have, rely on you know, pure human intelligence for, for support. And uh, it is, it's, it's, it's a really incredible thing that, you know, a lot of our customers are getting very excited about, especially because we are building a lot of GPT into our conversational AI strategy. So GPT is not only helping to provide better answers, but it's also helping to train the models. So GPT has put a lot of wind in the sails behind what we think of as conversational AI. And then the last thing you asked about, and I think this is, you know, kind of the purest and you know, best experience is that live chat. Having the ability to have a visitor come in get them greeted by a human that can give them relevant answers that knows the company that knows the brand and um can can you know create a much better experience is awesome it's even better if you're sophisticated enough to be able to build build in intelligent routing rules so um if it's you know a prospect that comes in you recognize their account they're able to be routed to the rep that is responsible for that account so you're able to even build relationships uh, human relationships through through the chat. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and and thanks for making that distinction between GPT and and conversational AI. I think that's uh, that's that's an, with so many people talking about it. It's it's I think it's really important to to understand the relationship, but also the difference. Before we continue, let's take a quick break. If you're like many marketing leaders today, you're inundated with a need to improve the customer experience across an increasing number of channels and touch points, all while ensuring your team is performing well, innovating, and continuously improving. So how do you find the time to determine what's next for you, your team, your brand, and your customers? My company, GK5A, can help. Whether it is advisory services, evaluation of marketing technology platforms and solutions, or digital agencies and implementation partners, or assistance with creating strategic roadmaps and prioritization of efforts. We've done it all and served as an ally to Fortune 1000 brands and industries like financial services, healthcare, consumer electronics, professional services, and more. You can learn more about these services and contact us at www.gk5a. That's www.gk5a.com. Now let's get back to the show. 
So we're going to talk about the the business ROI in a second here, but first, you know, I wanted to talk a, a little bit more from the from the customer standpoint. And so, you know, you've given several examples already of of how conversational marketing can can improve the customer experience. I guess you know, my question here would be how do how should brands look at measuring from the customer perspective? It's like what what should they be looking for? It's you know, there's some obvious things on the surface that you know seem like improvements, but you know how how do you recommend that your your customers measure their customers, you know, um, you know interactions and and an ROI there? So from the customer perspective, let's let's zoom out and, and talk about the trends in buying behaviors. Um, at this point, I think the stat I'm going to get this a little bit wrong. I know it's north of this though. 65% of the buying experience is done digitally before anyone ever talks to a real human, right? So more and more buyers are informing themselves, educating themselves on what they need and can you solve it before you even get a chance to explain yourselves. And so I think being able to provide a way, like a, a more and better way for them to educate themselves is something that a conversation strategy can really help with. I also think that more than ever, customers are impatient. I think this is partially driven by COVID and how, you know, at home and digital first we are, are now. Yeah. And that speed to response is critical. If you are, if you got a form and uh, someone fills it out and your marketing automation system, you know, does its thing, it's routed to a person, person reads it, writes an email back, that could take hours, even days. And by then, you've lost this person's interest, and they've been looking at other uh, competitors that are able to to give them their answers faster. So one thing that we look at, I mean, this is a, internally at Drift, our SLA, basically our speed response, is a board-level metric. That's something we report on every quarter because it's so important to be able to respond immediately and earn that business. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And so following on to that then, you know, from a, uh, from a business, you know, KPI ROI standpoint, you know, I read on the Drift website, uh, your customers receive a 670% ROI. So that's, you know, pretty, pretty compelling numbers there from using uh, your product and from using conversational marketing. How, how do you recommend that businesses look at measuring that ROI? You know, what, what goes into that, that figure and, you know, what, what KPIs or other methods should businesses use to measure their success? Yeah, um, 670% is the kind of number you look at and don't believe, right? It's one of those <laughs> right, things where right. it's like almost too big. And, and it's, it's true, though. It's because, you know, what we started out talking about was that it drives engagement. So that's the first thing I think customers should look at is of the traffic you're getting, how much are you engaging? And if you're comparing this to kind of like, you know, with, without chat of your traffic, how many people are filling out a form versus you know, with a conversation strategy, with with a tool like Drift, how many people are interacting with the the bot? That number will, I guarantee you, be higher because people don't like forms. They know they know what happens, you know, the mousetrap that happens after that form. But, you know, it's a much low, lower stakes way to engage with a brand if you're just having a conversation. So engage traffic is the first thing I'd look at. I think that having a really smart conversational marketing strategy also drives increased time on site and pages per visit. So because... You know, you've got a, a chat bot that's able to be contextual to the visitor, recommend things to them. You're able to pull them deeper into your website than they might have been able to navigate through just, you know, like clicking around. So I think 
overall better website engagement, which, you know, is probably a bad word to use since, you know, I just talked about <laughs> engagement, meaning interaction with the chat, but I think, I think the listeners get what I'm saying. Yeah. And then where we get into the actual, you know, ROI measurement, it's an increase in conversions, right? You're by virtue of having a more contextual experience, relevant experience, you're able to get people to give you more information through the chat or rather, rather than going to a form, interacting with that chat passively collects that information. So you're, you're collecting a lot better intelligence on your visitors, which, you know, lets your SDR team or DDR team follow up more effectively. But I think also, you know, you can have, you can schedule a meeting right from the bot, right? If you're interested, you don't have to fill out a form and, and you know, try and measure calendars. You can just click and find a time that works for you and boom, there's a meeting set. So that's really where the rubber hits the road is in increased meetings for your team. And then I think the last thing I'd say is it's also on the cost savings side of things. I think, I think the stat is the average support ticket costs a business $15 per. And if you're able to build a chat strategy that, that flexes a lot of those, helps people find the answers themselves, you're, you're saving a lot of money because $15, you know, adds up pretty quickly, right. uh, especially if you've got a lot of customers that need help. Yeah. Yeah. No, the good, good stuff. So now let's, Let's talk a little bit about, you know, you had mentioned when we we're talking about chatbots and, you know, even even some of the other elements about, you know, making sure that they're contextually based. And, you know, so that just kind of brings to how do customers need to be thinking or planning to use conversational marketing most effectively? So, you know, you can probably plug something onto the page and and it works and and probably does does a good job but you know how can how can a customer really plan to be you know really effective with this and and really get that ROI from it what what should they be thinking about I think um that's a good question I think businesses want to solve pretty big problems I need more meetings right oh well maybe a chat strategy would help with that sure it would but that's that's you know you've kind of missed a couple steps in the process there yeah. so I I like to think of you know, drift or a conversational marketing as more than just like a better form. I think of it as more of a chance for companies to bring their website and their brand to life. So I think that's the thing that, that people should consider is, listen, now we've got a, a very nimble, interactive way to talk to the people that are visiting our website. What does that mean for our business? How can I ex express my brand better? How can I program a chatbot or educate my team that's going to be on live chat to create a better experience. And I think if that's where you really focus on is, you know, making this an extension of your brand and your brand voice, the pipeline will follow. You're, you're just creating a more engaging and rich experience for a visitor. And by virtue of that, people are going to have more brand affinity. They're going to, they're going to understand what your business can do better. And that's going to create better future customers for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. Do you mind sharing a, an example? You know, we've talked about quite a bit here and, and, you know, some of it hypothetical, you know, do you mind sharing an example of how a client used conversational marketing to, to get some great success? Yeah, I can. I mean, we got so many, if you go to drift.com and I mean, Hey, just chat, ask for some case studies. Uh, we'll hook you up. There's a plenty there. One I love though, is, you know, if we're talking about ROI, the company SAP Concur, who, you know, does kind of, you know, really helps, helps business travel. They, they have gotten a huge payback from their investment in Drift. So what they've done is 
they've gone to their highest value pages on their website. So think like the contact us page or the demo page or the free trial page, right? Like those are like the money pages for any, any marketer, um, any digital marketer. They've put on those pages a bot that just simply asks, and I love this, it's super simple. Hey, how would you like, do you want to skip the form and just talk to someone? Right. They just, they just call it out. Like they know that people, they, they know that people know the game, you know, right. (laughs) Fill out a form, play the waiting game. We'll talk to a human. They're like, let's just shortcut that. And by virtue of doing that, it has become one of like, I think their first or second biggest conversion engine. And it's because they know what the visitor wants. They want to talk to a person. They need to understand they, that, you know, Hey, you're interested in it. Let's just, let's just cut out the middleman. And they've built at the time of the, the, the time the, the case study was published $10 million in pipeline from that. And like I was saying earlier, it's also helping them deflect people that need help, right? So they're not gumming up the, the works by getting people that need help in there and, you know, getting them in front of the sales team. People that are interacting with their chat are there to talk about sales. And um, it, it is just a pure expression of what it can do. And it is yielding huge results for, for Concur. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that because to your point, it is it is so expected of, okay, I'm going to, fill out this form and maybe, you know, I get a response in, you know, 24, 48 hours or not. It just sort of when it hits somebody's radar in their inbox or something. And, you know, I, having been on the, the buying side of that quite a few times, it's like, when you have a question about this stuff, you really need it quickly sometimes in order to put some kind of, you know, some kind of presentation or something together. And so, yeah, just having that, having that, immediate response or even just the immediate interaction of a response instead of just getting the standard like thank you landing page when you fill out an email form i think that's that's such a huge difference it's it's huge i think like so i don't know about your inbox but i my inbox is an absolute nightmare and there's a real chance that even if i did fill out a form and was expecting to get something back i could miss it and i think so much of the world is moving to like asynchronous communication things like Slack or Teams, that email is, you know, not always the, the top of mind way to exchange information. So, you know, it's it's kind of like it's all of our work life is becoming a lot more around just being able to have a conversation and not this, this you know, asynchronous trading emails thing. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just the way, even internally, people are just wanting to talk and not have to do the, the rigmarole that's involved with email. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So um, you touched a little bit on, you know, when we're talking about conversational AI, you touched a little bit on some some things going on with GPT. What do you see as next on the horizon for conversational marketing? You know, what what kind of innovations are going to be rolling out in the next, you know, year or two? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, conversational marketing has gotten to be a really competitive space. We've got some really smart and fierce competitors who are doing really innovative things too. And so like we, we keep our roadmap a, a little bit under wraps, but sure. I'll, I'll share a few things that we're thinking about. One is that it's chat is the wrong word for it. I think it's much bigger than that these days and kind of exploring ways to get outside of the chat, to engage people and to create a relevant personalized experience is something that we're very concerned with. And then I think, we are pressing our advantage. We've got, we've just got a huge head start on AI. We've, we've been leading this charge for before AI really blew up in the last year or two. So we're really pressing our advantage around AI 
and how that can be accessible to an everyday marketer who has you know, not millions of visitors a month, but has, you know, a smaller number of visitors that they do want to create a better experience for. So we're going to be investing a lot in in AI and um, how we can bridge the gap between that bot assisted experience and the live human experience in a way where it's just, you're not, you know, visitors don't like talking to bots necessarily. They don't like talking to bots that are impersonating humans. Let me say that. Yeah. And uh, we know that, but people in, enjoy talking. I mean, people talk to chat GBT all the time because right. it's getting them the answers they want right then. And so we are, we're figuring out how we can make that contextual to a business and get very business specific answers that GPT would never be able to deliver in front of a uh, company's visitors. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, Justin, uh, thanks so much for joining the show. One last question before we wrap up here, uh, for those organizations, maybe they haven't quite made the leap to, to conversational marketing, but you know, they're thinking about doing it. Where should they, where should they start? You know, what would your recommendation be for them? Yeah, I think, um, I touched on this a little bit, right? If, if you're listening to this and you're can considering a conversational marketing strategy, it's probably because you want to build more pipeline. And the way to do that is by creating a better digital experience. But I think it's important that you don't conflate the two. Being thoughtful about using chat to create an experience that helps visitors find value is, is what you need to, to build for. You don't want to build a bot that just says, screams, you know, get it, get a demo or die, right? right. Like it's, it's right. not about just trying to, you know, get in someone's face and say, give me your information. No, start with the better experience in mind and the pipeline will follow. Yeah, oh, that's great advice. Well, again, I'd like to thank uh, Justin Keller, Vice President of Revenue Marketing at Drift for joining the show. You can learn more about Justin and Drift by following the links in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkillstrom.com. That's G-R-E-G-K-I-H-L-S-T-R-O-M.com. To get a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, visit my website or you can find it on Amazon or other retailers. The Agile brand is produced by Missing Link, a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, they craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Until next time, stay agile.